This is the Alchemize Your Life podcast. On this episode, we're leaving Costa Rica. Wait, what? And you'll never guess where we're going. Uh-oh. Hi, I'm Sian Kenshin. And I'm Sophie Ma. And we're here to Alchemize, Alchemize Your Life. In this podcast, we show you how to apply the principles of spirituality, prosperity, and sexuality to create true and lasting transformations in your life and business. Join us at the Prism Institute of Quantum Alchemy as we explore the ancient, esoteric teachings of Buddhism, Tantra, Hermetics, and more. As we weave these primal energies together within ourselves, we repair the fractured consciousness of humanity itself. Join us in liberating the world and realizing that the gold is in you. Oh my God, we are moving again. Again. And in fact, we haven't actually stopped moving for like more than six five months weeks. at a time. No, no, no. But like in the last five weeks. In the last five weeks, We've yeah. been moving it's, for it's five weeks. Insane. Yeah. So, so you guys remember we were in Costa Rica, living mm -hmm. it up in the tropics. It's beautiful. Having a wonderful time in San Jose and then the surrounding areas, mm -hmm. Nasara. Um, just oh, meeting such beautiful people like Sarah and Human and all of the ladies in the crypto community. Daniel, oh, Daniel's my man. He's yeah. he's he's like he's a magician of his own right. You know that guy can take you to like astral places with just his words. You know it's funny. We were really starting to build some really solid community in Costa Rica. Oh, yeah, I'm so, gonna miss. I'm gonna miss them. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck, universe? And I'm not. I'm. I'm saying that kind of cheekily because I. I'm not a victim of circumstance. Um, this is total choice, and this is the story we're we're going to be telling today. Actually, of mm -hmm. uh, it, if you were to behave differently than we do, you would totally believe you are a victim of circumstance. But because of the way that we operate, it uh, we, we actually end up like actually taking the power of the situation even though we're flowing with the universe mm -hmm. and that's the role of a magician is is that ability to step back and let things flow but then also step in and take control and not and not be a victim of circumstance and let me clarify here that's the role of the new magician the new magician yes because throughout history uh, really of all of you of all of you yeah of all of you new magicians throughout history we've really seen um, you know, we've talked about how the teachings that you see in Hermetics and Western um, mysticism, really Western magic, and the Eastern mysticism, as in, you know, Buddhism, Tantra, etc., all have the same roots in ancient Egypt. And basically what happened is the same teachings, some went West and got cultured through the West, and some went East and got cultured through the East. Can you guess which ones went West and East? <laughs> Let's just say the active um, traditions went West, and the passive or receptive, we'll say, traditions went east. Yeah, so we saw this like very feminine, very flowy energy. I'm just going to call it, it's feminine, right? Yeah. Receptivity, energy. Buddha nature. Buddha nature, right? All of this awareness and we just flow with whatever happens and everything is perfect and everything is divine and everything is okay. And we see that very polarized against the Western traditions, which are very masculine. Deciding. Very, yeah, I will decide and then I will create my reality and I am the master of the universe. Yeah. And what we've lived for the last five weeks is, is such a, a mix of the two. <laughs> yeah, is really the way that it needs to be, right? It needs yeah. to be a mix of the two. And this is really that like that neo-magic piece that we're bringing into humanity right now is that it's actually neither polarity, while both have their value, the best path is the middle path. Well, and that's where awareness and wisdom comes in. Awareness to see what is happening in the field mm -hmm. and then the wisdom to make the choice that is most aligned with where you want to go, but also where the field is taking you. Okay, so how did we embody this and why the fuck <sighs> did we leave wow, Costa Rica? <laughs> yeah, so here we are in Costa Rica, you know, we're... we're just enjoying things. I mean, obviously not everything's perfect, but we're just with such beautiful people. We're starting to build community. Mm -hmm. we're, we're actually thinking of buying a car mm -hmm. so that you can travel some more. And, um, and then, you know, some things started happening that made us take note. Mm -hmm. 
we had an electrical fire. Guys, I like learned so much about myself in this electrical fire. Seeing went into like perfect, like I'm going to fix this and solve this and knew exactly what to do. And my body just went into pure freeze mode, like <laughs> yeah. pure freeze. <laughs> I, I like, I looked at like, so, so it was our, our, um, electric kettle, electric kettle. And like, normally we would have gone upstairs yes, and let the kettle run, we but it. we just decided to stay downstairs and chat. And then all of a sudden uh, we're chatting and then there's like sparks flying out of the plug yeah, that the kettle was plugged in and it's black smoke. And I look at it. I look at Sophie. She's frozen and kind of like vibrating or something. <laughs> sparks are flying out. And then my, my brain goes, okay, if I grab the rubber cable of the – and this is like a split second. If I grab the rubber cable of that, am I going to create an arc and ground out? Or am I going to actually be able to pull it even if I get shocked and fall away from the wall? <laughs> and And the decision was – it has to be done, especially because all of a sudden flames started shooting yeah. out now along, with the, along with the sparks, flames. So I grab it, pull it out of the wall, and that stops the sparks, but the flames keep going. So I turn around, I grab a glass, I pour some water into it from the sink, and I'm about to splash the entire wall with it, and then the flames went out. Thank goodness. So... Yeah. That was quite possibly one of the most terrifying things that have ever happened in my entire life because but, that part of the house is all wood. Oh yeah. It would have it would have been like the whole place would have been like up in flames yeah. and you know the, the there's a beauty to Costa Rican architecture in that like all of the uh windows are like open air. Mm -hmm. Right? We like love they're that. like but you know like on the second floor when you have floor to ceiling windows that are open air you kind of need something to like Keep stop you, people from falling stop out. Stop people from falling out, right? <laughs> and so, like, they're all—they've all got bars on them. Yeah. And so we actually sat and contemplated, like, oh, yeah, this is if, kind if, of if a it, death trap. If this went up, we would have had to like literally break the bars off of the windows in order to get out. Yeah. Oh boy, that's not good. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> um, that was, but you know what? If that was all that happened, we probably would still be there. Because yeah, they fixed I, I don't, it. I don't. Yeah, they fixed it. Um, it was like a uh, over over amplified uh or a too high amp breaker or something like that mm -hmm. um and I, I don't really make decisions out of fear like that right like no. I, i'm not afraid of the place burning down i just recognize this is probably not a great architecture <laughs> for, <laughs> for electrical things but then other stuff started happening yeah you know in in, in the same week um well, some positive stuff, actually. So in the same week, we had five different friends. Who don't know each who other. Who don't know each other. Hi, friends. Hi, guys. You you all know who you are. Yeah. Uh, invite us out to Bali. And these people have been trying, for some of them, to get us out to Bali for years. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. Five yeah. plus years. They stayed there through the last two years. Everything's <laughs> been great. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just said, said your name online. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I don't think he minds. Um, but yeah, there's there's these people don't know each other. And, you know, it's been on our radar. I mean, we've joked that our wedding will be in Bali. We've been we've had Bali on the radar for the last two years. I've been trying to get over to that end of the world since I was 18. It was the reason we were leaving um, Winnipeg. You know, Bali was the destination and... All of the plate, like Mexico and Guatemala and Costa Rica and Peru. and Peru were all intended to be temporary places. Mm -hmm. but Costa Rica just kind of sucked us in. Yeah. Um, and we forgot. Actually, I forgot that we were going to Bali. I was just like, oh, so happy just to be grounded somewhere. We just needed to be grounded somewhere that we really were excited about and that we really liked. Yeah. Yeah. But then Bali started calling us again. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like quite literally. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to be going to Bali. Why are we buying like stuff here? And, yeah. uh, and, and so the fire happened. The people inviting us out happened. And then other weird things started happening. Yeah, like our electrical and a bunch of other places just stopped working. Things started breaking, yeah, which like is always my sign that plugs, it's time to make a mate change. Like chargers weren't working even though they should. And the, these same chargers work now. So it's like like really weird stuff with electrical things. The fridge stopped working for some reason and then it oh, started yeah. working. And we kept having power outages that were like respected oh, to just our house and, and the, like and, nobody else. And the flies and the rat. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, all of a sudden, like, the entire, like, so it's indoor-outdoor living, right? So there's, like, usually that's fine in Costa Rica, um, and it had been for many, many months. Uh, And then we started having flies just, you know, like a whole colony of flies. Like, so many flies. Like, uh, in, in our patio area outside. And like, oh, where'd that come from? And then a rat moved in underneath like like from underneath the house yeah uh who was chewing up our cabinets who was chewing up the cabinets and and eating trying to get the dog food yeah um can't blame them because aurora has really good food and so that now guys i i can't make this shit up this is so wild so we like we we kind of were so we're paying attention awareness Mm -hmm. right awareness and now here's where the wisdom comes in oh this is all pressure. So this is the carrot and the stick. Mm-hmm. The, the, the field, it, the stick is our friends inviting us. Mm-hmm. And, and Or sorry, the, the carrot is our friends inviting <laughs> us. And, and the stick is like the flies and the electrical fire and all of this stuff. Like these are metaphorical things meant to create motivation inside of us to move, to mm-hmm. get rid of this static inertia of us staying still. And let's be honest, you guys, like we absolutely could have dug our heels in totally. and said, no, like our community is here. And and we did for a little while. We just said, okay, maybe it's just not this house. Like maybe it's week. just somewhere else in Costa Rica. So we started yeah. to explore that. We hit oh, friction yeah. there too. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah. We, we started looking, okay, so we're meant to get out of this house. That was the decision. Yeah. Right. So this is, this is where the wisdom comes in. And this is how we make decisions is little by little, mm-hmm. right? Little okay. baby steps. So the universe is, we didn't know it was like pushing us to ball like right now was just like okay we're meant to get out of this house um and so we started looking around costa rica for like you know the things that we wanted which is like access to services like cryotherapy and like yoga and like coffee shops and like doggy digital daycares di- doggy, doggy daycares digital nomad services and spiritual community and you know like we we have a list of requirements mountains and ocean yeah um and we like every community in every part of Costa Rica, there are these things. Well, not all of them, but a lot of these things. But there's not all but of them. But there's not all of them in any area. Even within like a I would say five hour driving. Yeah, radius. we did a deep search, we talked to people and like I guess around the time one more friend invited us out to Bali, we said, you know what, what if we just looked at bali mm-hmm. like what if we're just meant to go there yeah and we looked and it's like oh everything we want is there yeah literally everything on that list and more and more 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 plus 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 moi, plus, moi, plus. Moi. yeah yeah moi bien. <laughs> uh so we're like okay so we're meant to go to bali yeah and now going back to the, the wisdom piece right so recognizing the signs the push from the universe the pull from the universe so the you're in the stream man Mm-hmm. Right, you are in the stream. You can swim, but the stream is taking you. Mm-hmm. Right, so you can try and swim upstream. Absolutely, you can use your magic and swim upstream all you want. And that's the thing. Like you do, you are the master of your reality, and you do get to choose, yeah. and you do get to reconstruct the universe in we, whatever fashion we you got, want. We could have got rid of those flies. We could have could have got rid of the rat. But you like, know, why would you spend so much of your energy swimming upstream? Swimming upstream when there might be even more beauty available for you downstream. Yeah, maybe there's a reason the universe is pushing you in this way. I and mean, there's always a reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. literally always. So it's, it's it's wisdom, right? And um, to recognize that, and yeah, we could have dug our heels and we could have kicked and screamed, but that would have led to suffering. Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Why? Do you remember why? I remember why. So after literally, I think it was 48 hours. We had made the decision. Yeah. Okay, we're going. Yeah. We actually booked a – we actually – oh, no, we didn't book our tickets yet. And I'm just remembering one other thing that was wild. Do you remember those power outages? I know we mentioned that. Oh, yeah, there was tons of power outages. But, like, guys, we literally had no power in our house for, like, seven days. And then it followed us. And then it followed us. To um, a restaurant. A bu- to, a bu- to a restaurant in a building that has a diesel generator. Yeah. And then to an apartment and building. And then to an apartment that building has that solar. also has solar. Like the power outages were following us around. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Was it's wild. Just, like, <laughs> like totally different areas of the city. And it wasn't, it was just the building. It wasn't the whole neighborhood or it's anything. It was always just it's the building just we the were building. in. Yeah. Our neighbors always had lights. Yeah. It was, it was wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Anyways, so 
we decide, okay, this is the universe pushing us. Let's go. And then, let's be in trust like, yeah. and surrender. Be in trust, surrender. The like next day or two days later. I think it was two days. I think it was about 48 hours later. We and a- we get a knock at the door. And I'm like, who the fuck is at our door? Nobody ever shows up at our door. Like this is not a thing that people do in Costa Rica. People don't really come to our door. Um, and so I go and I open it. And it's these two lawyers standing there where like, you know, people that look like look lawyers, like lawyers, you know, yeah. you know what they lawyers have their, look like. They have their badges and their suits and yeah. yeah and you don't, you don't just wear a suit in Costa Rica. Yeah. It's not proper no. temperature for that. And um, they hand me a big folio of paperwork and ask if the owner of the house is available. And I'm like, no, they don't, they don't live here. We live here. And they're like, okay, here's your paperwork. Have a nice day. And I opened the... Well, I had to sign for it. Did you have to sign for it? Yeah. Oh, okay. You signed for it. Yeah, right. So I had we to got sign for served it because, papers. It was, yeah. It was actually um, not a summons, but like, uh, you know, we we want to ensure that this person gets these papers and you need to ensure that that happens. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, what are these papers? Yeah. Like, oh, well, the bank has foreclosed on the house. And I'm like... Excuse me? <laughs> I'm like, well, no, but I'm renting it. Yeah. yeah, well, the owner has not been paying their mortgage, and the bank has foreclosed on the house. And we it's actu- already been auctioned once. <laughs> we actually already tried to auction it, but nobody bought it. We're going to do it again next month and the month after. Yeah, until it sells. Until it sells. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm sure glad you're not the new owners telling us this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so we messaged the landlord, who's the um father of the, of the owner. owner yeah um she she's kind of out in texas not really paying attention to it obviously yeah he was managing it and and all of that and he was sending her the money and obviously she was not paying the mortgage mm-hmm. it became clear that she also did not tell him that yeah he was pretty floored so we got caught up in a little bit of a whole family feud situation yeah. as well yeah. that was fun basically i'm sure he like lost his shit at her um he actually didn't respond after he, like, I sent him the papers and he's like, oh, my God, this is real. He actually didn't respond for, like, three days. Yeah. And in that three days, Sophie and I decided what? It's time to go to Bali. It's time to go. But we, you know, looking at flights, flights from Costa Rica to Bali are not really great no. So let's go to the U.S. first. Yeah, we had all these friends who were like telling us how wonderful Austin is. and, and um, It's also easier to get the dog into Bali from the U.S. Yeah, there's a bunch of logistical reasons, but also it just felt like felt, the right decision. It felt like the right decision, right? So this, yeah. And, you know, we wanted to visit those friends. So this is where we get to decide. Yes. Right. It gets to be fun. And this is the thing when we say it gets to be fun and it gets to be easy. It doesn't mean that there aren't hard decisions in life, right? Like choosing to leave the network we had literally just started building in Costa Rica was not an easy decision. Like we love them and we miss them. And it was like, okay, this is clearly the way that we're going to go. So what is the way that we can do this in the most fun and have the best opportunities possible and make it easeful? Right. Mm-hmm. So off we go, and we actually booked our tickets. We're like, we're gonna sell all our shit in the next like week and a half. Yeah, ten days. And uh, we're we're going. Yeah. You know, uh, we had a couch, we had a bed, we had like I had two a beds. sitting standing desk. We had two beds. Yeah, you had a desk. Like we had tons of stuff. Uh, kitchen table, like all of our kitchen stuff, everything, like everything that you would other need than for pl- a house. other than appliances, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we did it. And, and like, I messaged him like four days later because he had just been ignoring it or something. And I'm like, okay, so we're moving out on this date mm-hmm. and we've got our tickets. So long and thanks for all the fish. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, no, it's okay. I bought the house from the bank for my daughter. <laughs> And this is where the universe, again, gives you the opportunity, right? Because had we been really like kicking in our heels, you get those little mini tests, right? Like those opportunities to choose which timeline do you want to hop through? Well, and and not only that. And we could have stayed. And not only that, but like, just imagine we had kicked our heels in when when, like, you know, the universe was pushing us and pulling us with the friends and the rats and all that. 
we could have just decided, no, no, we're going to make this work and we're going to do the magic, da 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 da. Yep. And we would have gotten rid of the rat and the flies and fixed the electrical problems and stabilized our field, and the bank would have still come. Yeah. Right. And the bank would have still come. And then we would have had to deal with that. And we would have felt like, oh, my God, why is this happening to me? Blah, blah, blah. But because we recognize the signs of the universe pushing us and recognize that that's just the nature of the universe and it's trying to get us to go in a certain direction, instead of being victims of it and going, oh, my God, why is this happening to us? We're just like, oh, yeah, this is like this is the way we have to go. Mm When the bank came calling, it was actually really easy. Yeah, we were just actually, we both laughed. We both laughed. We we're just like, oh, <laughs> this is amazing because we've already decided to go. Yeah, and that would have been a very traumatic <laughs> It would have been experience. very traumatic. It's like, oh my God, can you imagine all those things happening to you? And you just like, you don't understand why. Mm-hmm. It's just like, why is this happening to me? Oh, my life, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, yeah. You could totally, you could totally tell the story a different way and end up being a victim of circumstance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, who wants to live in victimhood, you guys? Like that is not the world we want to live in. And we also don't want to live in a world that is so m- masculine. I was almost going to say so corrupt, but I mean, in some ways it is that we have to like kick in our heels and kick and scream and have little temper tantrums anytime something doesn't go our way. No. Every time something doesn't go your way. Let me say this again. Every time something doesn't go your way, there is a lesson there for you. Sometimes it's a good lesson. Sometimes it's a bad lesson, but it's always a lesson. The key is to know that and look for it. Yeah. If you start looking for the lessons, you will find them. You always find what you look for. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for reasons to have circumstances create that victim kind of mentality of, oh, man, why me? Why me? Um, you will find that as well. Yeah. So it's like you literally get to choose what kind of world or what kind of realm you live in mm-hmm. just based off of how you tune your mind, what you attune it to. How you choose to perceive reality. That's right. Your perception creates your reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the conditions are there, but those are largely not responsible for how you're experiencing things. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about you. Mm-hmm. It's all about me. Mm-hmm. It's all about we and how we create this field of ourselves. So, yeah, Austin. Austin. Oh, it was so awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. Austin was like, and it, this entire trip, not even just Austin, this entire trip through the US, you guys, just to frame, you know, making the decision to leave Costa Rica and the experience of leaving Costa Rica was like one little lesson from the universe for us, one little reminder. And then our time here in the US, we're still presently in the US at the time of this recording, has been a second, I feel like little training camp. I feel like we're in we're in training camp before we get to like, you know, the next level. We're in that little, like almost in between levels. I don't play video games. It's a bad analogy. Anyways, I feel like we're in training camp. <laughs> and this... Uh, this trip has been such an exercise in surrender. And I have to say, like, our team, our our business team at the PRISM, and probably anyone that's been following us on social media, which you can do so at Queen Sophie Ma and at Zen Mind Hacker on Instagram, um, I think we're giving everybody whiplash. <laughs> I think they're just uh, probably amused. I mean, I don't. We're amused. I don't know if they're amused. No. I, I mean, maybe you guys tell I, us. Are I, you amused? <laughs> I think. I think. Pe- I think people marvel at like how flexible we are and how things like flow and then still actually happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. like, like a lot of people are like really flex and flow and very airy, but then like not a lot of stuff happens. Yeah, we've seen that a lot, a lot, a lot in um, different communities that we've been a part of. And then a lot of people are very masculine and like decide very grounded and, and, earthy. and like are like this is the way things are, mm-hmm. right? I think people are kind of marveling at it. It's like, well, you're flowing here, but then you're like doing things here, and it's like we're walking walking that middle path, right? Yeah. You can't really pin us down. No, no, you certainly cannot. So the original plan, the original plan when we flew into the U.S. was that we were going to spend two weeks in Austin. Mm -hmm. 
uh, roughly one week in Houston. Mm -hmm. And then uh, maybe drive up to Sedona and, you know, have a couple nights along the way because it's a long drive. And then drive up to Sedona and spend some time in Sedona and then, you know, drive back down through San Francisco because actually we've both spent huge amounts of time in California when we were in corporate, but never in San Francisco. So we're going to go check out San Francisco, Mm. then check out L.A. and then fly out of L.A. Originally, the very, very first plan, there's many plans here, guys, so like get your pen and paper out. The very, very first plan was that we would be flying out to... um, Bali around April, I think it was like April 15th, something like that, April 20th, somewhere in there. That was the original 17th. plan. The 17th. That was the original plan. And then we got invited to participate in a retreat in Southern California at the end of April. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, okay, cool. This looks oh, like an amazing yes. retreat. I forgot about that. So let's... Ex- $15,000 a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we were, that. that's fine. Um, it was going to be a really amazing retreat, really incredible opportunity, yeah. really cool people there. And so we um, said, okay, cool. Well, we can just hang out in California a little bit longer. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And we'll fly to Bali roughly around May 8th. Mm-hmm. So that was the second plan was mm. cool. We'll hang out in California till the end of April and we'll fly to Bali around May 8th. Then we get to Austin. And what happened when we got to Austin? Oh, I just loved it so much. We fucking fell in love with Austin. Yeah, we fell in love with the people. I mean, I went to like a coffee shop. What's it called? Third Eye Lounge or something like Third that? Third Eye Meditation Lounge. Yeah. yeah. And like within two minutes of walking in the door, I meet a guy who's into researching psilocybin and like from the medical field perspective and they're doing all the research with these doctors here in Austin. And so we started talking about consciousness and and like mind hacking and trauma therapy and all this amazing stuff that I don't get to talk to a lot of people about like at the level of like we do research in this area Mm -hmm. you know so I'm like I'm just like eating this up if any of you are are, like in research in these areas and want to have somebody to chat with I'd love it yeah we want to talk to you (laughs) yeah yeah even if it's just a podcast interview or a zoom call I just like I love that stuff yeah but doing it in person with a complete stranger was amazing and that was you know two hours of yeah oh yeah he just rabbit holed so hard and I was like I'm gonna go I guess do some all right see ya yeah (laughs) yeah well and and then like we just kept meeting people I fell in I got invited to a men's group that was like doing like rah rah you know workouts in the park and um what else did we find well and um just to close the loop on this uh gentleman that you met what was really interesting about him is he had just left california Oh, yes. He had just left California and we were like, hmm, that's interesting. He's not the only one. Interesting data point. And then we started to look at like, you know, a lot of the influencers that I followed, especially at the very beginning of my spiritual journey, um, such as, you know, Catherine Zenkina, James Wedmore, Amanda um, Bucci. Bucci, they all used to live in the LA San Diego area and all of them had recently moved. And we also found out that Google and Oracle and PayPal, Tesla, Tesla, all these Silicon Valley head offices were also have relocated to Austin. Or are in the process of relocating. Yeah. So everybody seems to be leaving California. It's a gold rush now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, it's also very indicative, like... Austin is one like well Texas in general but Austin specifically for the spiritual side Texas was very uh free and open yeah. in regards to restrictions and government policies and stuff even when we were there back in uh early February it was very open everything was super open yeah. nobody was wearing masks in the malls it was like such a breath of fresh air because and so you have to look at like okay so here's California super litigious super regulated super like all this stuff used to be the land of free freedom and love yeah and is now yeah. like we all remember the hippie movement yeah and is now like the complete opposite yeah. of that and everyone who kind of made it cool. interesting and cool and spiritual, they all seem to be leaving. Mm-hmm. And the companies are noting that and following them. Yeah. And I'm sure there's tax reasons and all that kind of there stuff for the companies to be moving as well. For everybody. Well, it's, it's, it's about like, you know, not having government step. Like, I'm not going to rabbit hole on this, but it's, it's definitely about not having government overstep, right? Yeah. In taxes, in policies, in regulations. Like, yeah. there's a place. Like, I wouldn't want to get rid of government ever. But, you know, there's like, 
There's leaning, a line. There's a line where you lean in too much and everyone's like, ah, I don't like this. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to say we're pretty comfortable with that line being pretty, you know, like we're pretty pro government regulation for the most part. But like this was, you know, this was a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think you're supposed to regulate industries, not individuals. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so Austin's land of the free, the land of the spiritual. And so many amazing people. Like we know mm -hmm. so many people here. We like landed into community. Other than that person you met, we landed into true community. It was like, the immediately. fastest we connected with community anywhere we've been. Yeah. Yeah. And, so fast. Yeah. So many great events. There ended up being humans I trust events while we were there. There was just, it was just a really, really beautiful whirlwind of two weeks. And we were really actually quite sad to go to Houston. Yeah. And we we also knew people in Houston and we're excited to be in Houston, but like Austin felt so good. It felt so good. That, you know, and we got, you know, linked up with the modern mystery schools there and everything. So we were like, you know what? Maybe we'll just stay. Like, why are we going to California mm -hmm. when everybody else is this leaving year. California? Yeah. Why don't we just stay here for two months? And, and there was an additional variable oh, that came that? up. Um, I'm just remembering right now, guys, there's so many things that have happened. So like, if this is a little all over the place, it's because it's literally coming through stream of consciousness. And I'm just remembering. Also, we had to get paperwork for Aurora. Yes. And she just randomly split a her, stitch. Her stitches from her... Um from her surgery. Her surgery, And yeah. she got spayed. A stitch, the day that I was taking, she had been perfectly healed while we were on the plane. They wouldn't have let her into the country otherwise. Yeah. And the day that we were taking her to get her health certificate so we get the paperwork to go to Bali, one of her split stitches just ripped open out of nowhere. We, I don't even know where it came from. And so they wouldn't give her a health certificate. And so then it was like, okay, well, if we're not leaving until May 8th, there's still quarantine in Bali. Now, like, we're not even going to be able to get a health certificate for us. So we're going to have to push it back to, like, the middle of May before we leave. Yeah. So now we're making, trying to figure out plan number three here. And we need to be back because a certain somebody is becoming an ordained Zen priest mm, in June. I wonder who that would be. In New York. So we're like, why are we going to go to Bali on, like, May 20th? spend a week in quarantine because that was the rule at the time and then we're only going to actually get to spend two weeks on the ground in bali and then we got to come back to new york like that doesn't really make any sense we'll just stay in the u.s and if we're going to just stay in the u.s we might as well stay with all the people that we love mm -hmm. so let's just spend two months in austin so plan number three was to spend two months in austin drive up to new york mm. do new york as your ordination Fly with everything we own and Aurora to Winnipeg. Fly with everything we own and Aurora to Vancouver. Fly with everything we own and Aurora back to LA because that's the best port to fly into Bali from uh, when then, you have a dog. And then fly to Singapore and Bali. Yeah, not until September. Yeah, that seems exhausting. I know, just talking about it. But that's that seemed, even though it didn't feel good at the time, it seemed like our only logical option. Yeah. So that we that was our plan number three that we were testing and, and trying on. Yeah, yeah. And it just kept not working out. Yeah. Yeah, for the first time ever, we were really struggling to find somewhere to stay. We've never had trouble. And I mean, Austin is definitely in a gold rush right now. So oh, do not get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. I mean, um, you're, you're talking like studio apartments for 4000 a month. Guys, like, not, not just studio apartments, like RV, not even RVs, <laughs> tent trailers Yeah, for uh, $3,000 a month. Tent yeah. trailers. We're, like, like we're actually talking to people and they're like, yeah, it, it is a little crazy because of the mass influx of people from California right now. So it's not just the influencers, it's everyone who follows them is mm -hmm. coming. And everyone is selling their California properties at high prices and bringing that money into Austin and ex and and buying much, much cheaper stuff. But that's also driving the prices up because mm -hmm. the supply and demand um, issue, right? Yeah. And the supply and demand is also affecting city services. Yeah. Like restaurants, like Uber Eats, like all this stuff, like the... You can't, you literally can't have this amount of influx of people come in um, and not have some growing pains for a couple of years. Now, let me be clear here that that was not necessarily like, other than the rental property, we did not have a individual personal experience with service difficulties at all. 
Um, yeah. We got into restaurants, we no problem. Heard, we just heard about it. We just heard about it. Even Aurora, yeah. we got her into a vet within 24 hours. Like we actually yeah. had no issues at all, but we had many, many, many locals Telling, telling us, us about the problem that yeah. these issues existed and again we just take note we're like okay that's very interesting information it hasn't affected us but it's interesting and then we had all this friction around trying to find an apartment and again we could and have you, for sure pushed well, through it well yeah and usually it's easy for us everything's easy for you us know, when it's so meant when, to when be. it's when it's not easy we're like okay what's going on what are we missing and the interesting thing is like we eventually decided to stop looking for an apartment because it just wasn't feeling in alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, and after we stopped looking for one, we like like a couple days later, I think we'd already left Austin. Yeah. Um, we found out that somehow the text messages that a person who was trying to rent their house to us were not going through. Which was, by the way, my favorite house and a totally reasonable yeah. price. And I for sure would have stayed there. It would have been totally <laughs> perfect. But for some reason, weird reason, the text messages weren't going through and they were trying to get a hold of us. And every other text message has yeah, always gone through. Everything else was, ha- was except for those ones. Yeah. And uh, we had even emailed them and they just, they, they wanted to text us because the email is not good for them. But the text messages weren't reaching us from them specifically for whatever reason. Yeah. So again, this is like sometimes you pick the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that for us, like what I, the way I like to describe it is it's like we dip our toe in. We yeah. like, we try it on. We try it's like it on. trying on a yeah. dress, you know, yeah, we're like, yeah, okay, yeah. so. This is a candidate plan. We've come yeah. up with a plan. Here's all the things. We start taking aligned action with the plan and then we measure the resistance right mm-hmm. is 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 there universal resistance or is there universal alignment here yeah. and we know we can push through any resistance that happens yeah. we know we can and sometimes you need to right yeah. like sometimes being like really determined and sometimes that's part of the process well, is we, you choosing we consistently that. we did that with the apartments yeah. and usually when you push through the initial resistance there's a little bit of a give yeah. right there's a little bit of a give and then all of a sudden it's like the universe is like okay so you have decided yeah. So you have decided, okay, then everything kind of unfolds and opens up for you. Mm-hmm. But when you push through that initial resistance and you're like, yeah, no, like I, I really want to do this. And the universe is like, uh-uh. Yeah. You got to kind of like gauge that, yeah. right? Um, you kind of got to gauge that pushback and, and say, okay, I'm actually trying to push a rock up a hill here and I can totally do it. But do I want but do, to? Do I really do I want this that bad? Right? It's almost like, am I really fully committed to this line of action? Yeah. And for for me, Austin was damn interesting. I mean, we 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 met some people. We we're gonna have some fun. Yeah. We you were. know, we we're gonna have some fun with some people there. Um. And. Yet, I don't think I wanted to push the rock up the hill that badly. No, no, it just wasn't feeling in alignment. And again, just like, we, you know, we wanted to stay in Costa Rica and it just was very clear that like that was not like we could, but that wasn't what we were meant. And this was like another layer of that, especially to get dropped into community so freaking quickly and mm-hmm. amazing events and amazing opportunities and these conscious couples workshops, which we can't wait to tell you guys about on a future episode and you know, um, actually even getting dropped into the kink BDSM polyamory community as well, mm. which we have not really had the opportunity to explore oh, too much man. in the last two years. I was really looking forward to that. Yeah, we were both. Yeah. I mean, most of you that have been following us for the last two years know that we started our journey together as, as a triad. And um, through COVID and, and international regulations and everything that ended up um, fizzling out is the best way to describe it. And very unfortunately, just because, I mean, it's really hard to have an international triad when, you know, part of you is in Germany and part of you is in Canada and everybody's on freaking lockdown. It's, it's yeah, just a lot harder. It didn't work out. Yeah. And so that's an area, like, that's how our relationship started. It's an area we both are very interested in. But I mean, let's be honest, there's not a lot of polyamorous, openly uh, relationships in places like Mexico and Costa Rica, right? Definitely not. Those communities aren't aren't safely open there. And so to go to Austin and to have this area, this, you know, other area of our lives, like, perk up again, we were like, oh, my gosh, like, this is incredible. This is here. There's spirituality here. There's the crypto um, crypto networks. There was a couple crypto conferences happening in Austin. Let's explore. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. just there was so much where it's like we could have very easily like settled there. 
And then it just, you know, there's the friction again. And again, you can force it to work if you want to. But if this is the part, wait, here's the thing. If this is the stepping stool to the end goal, imagine how good the end goal is going to be. Yeah. Right? Because the universe isn't going to give you like 100% on step two if it knows you're getting to step three. It's going to give you 100% plus, plus, yeah. plus. Like we were only going to stay in Austin for a couple months anyways. Yeah. Right? Like Bali is and always has been the ultimate goal for us. Yeah. Um, and so that, like holding that kind of vision. The North Star. You know, the North Star. It like it makes these decisions easy when resistance comes, right? It's mm -hmm. like do it. Like if Austin was the goal, we would have we would have found that house would have come to us, right? Yeah. Or if um, really like just anywhere with, if we didn't have a location that was specific, but we just said we want to live somewhere that has these things, yeah. Austin also would have would have been perfect. Yeah. But we said we want to live in, in a community in Bali that has these things, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we shifted our plans again. And like, to give you guys an idea of how, <laughs> how the, the timeline here, like literally we're in our apartment in Houston. Less than 24 hours left on the Airbnb. Like, yeah, like 12 hours left. Yeah. We had to check out at 10 a.m. And I think we were, or 13 hours. This was like 9 p.m. And yeah. we were still at this point planning on going back to Austin. And we both just had to take a step back and just said, you know, what if we're making this harder than it, needs, than to it needs to be. And what if the reason this is hard is because like it's not the right direction. So we both had to take a step back and open our field of awareness again. What are, get curious. What are the assumptions that are driving us in this direction? Mm -hmm. Right. One of them was the um, the retreat that was happening in California. Yeah. Which was also already no longer happening. Mm -hmm. But that there was still that inertia holding us to these certain dates and everything. Yeah. And, and it kind of came to us as like, why are we staying here for two months? Well, it was, yeah, it was the retreat and then it was Aurora. And so, but because she had had that stitch pop out, right? Yeah. And so literally- but that had healed. We didn't know it had healed yet though. When we went and checked. We went literally that night. I was like, okay, Aurora, let's like, let's take a look at the stitch. Lo and behold, a week later, fully, healed. fully fucking healed. Not, I don't- You couldn't even see it. You couldn't even tell it had been there. Yeah. And so I was like, Cool. Why don't we just go to Bali Let's just right go now. now? Let's just go now. Right now. Literally right now. So we literally like that next morning, everything was packed up. We hopped in the car and we started driving to California. Yeah. It was like, oh, we're going to fly out of LA as soon as we get there, basically. Yeah. And uh, I managed to find, and this is, this isn't the example of ease. Ease. Yeah. So, so, so we made the decision. We started going. I got a vet then, appointment again yeah. in Houston after yeah. all these locals telling us it's so hard to get into vets. I got a second vet to get a, a health check for her, a health certification, so we could work with the lawyers to get Aurora's paperwork started up again. I let them know that we were ready to go. They were like, cool. We found the most beautiful Airbnb in Midland, Texas. It was just stunning. Like, I for sure could have stayed there long term as oh, well. Yeah. Everything started lining up. Easily. And that easily. And that's how you know when you try it on, it fits. Mm -hmm. And so you follow it. Mm -hmm. So we got to Midland, Texas with the intention of flying to Bali. Now we're on plan number four on April 17th. Now that might sound familiar because that was the original date of plan number one. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back on to plan number one, but it's actually plan number four. Yeah. And so... We had a wonderful drive through Texas and Arizona. I really know not much to speak of other than, you know, we like road trips and it was a lot of fun. There was one other variable. What was that? So when we got to Texas, I kept getting the hit to check in on uh, Aurora's paperwork again. Oh, yeah. Remember, I just I, and I was like pushing it away and pushing it away because I was like, listen, you don't need to stress about this. You've got the lawyers. They know what they're doing. You, you know, you've got the health cert. Just get your booty to California and it's going to be fine. But it was just insistent. It kept pinging me. And so again, late so at we're, night. we're in Midland, Texas. We're in Midland, Texas right now. Already just on the border of Arizona. Yeah. Nine hours away from, from Houston and Austin. Nine hours driving. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call a vet in California that does the USDA export certificate. So this is just the, the certificate to get her out of the US. It doesn't even actually matter where she's going. And I'm just going to call around and just make sure that we've got all our ducks in a row and make sure that everything's good and we can get an appointment because from what I hear, you know, California is still a little locked down. So I want to make sure we can book her in and how long does it take to get the paperwork? And I'm just going to get some little info here. 
And it becomes evident there's another snag. There is another test that is required to go to Bali specifically. Bali doesn't actually really care about it that much, but the U.S. US does. does. Yeah. And that test is a blood test. So I'm like, cool, it's a blood test. Anyone can do a blood test, right? 24 hours. Yeah, wrong. Um, this specific blood test, there's only one lab in all of the U.S. that does it, and it is located in Kansas. Yay, centralization. Yeah, it's a whole conversation about <laughs> centralization. Guess how, long, guess how long that 20-minute blood test takes? Two to four weeks. Weeks. Because they have to ship it off, and then they only have one lab that does all of them, and then they have to ship it back. And so this now is another, because we're planning on leaving within two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So this becomes a problem. This becomes yet another problem. <laughs> so candidate plan number four gets be, trashed. becomes candidate plan number five. Yeah. And candidate plan number five, thank goodness, I called like, I think every vet in Midland, Texas available. And I found one that was willing and able to do this blood test, but not do the USDA certification. Because most vets wanted to do the USDA certification at the same time as the blood test, which would mean that we'd we'd be stuck in California for four straight weeks. And we didn't really want to do that. Not really. So we wanted to be able to get the uh, the blood test done as quickly as possible. So I finally found a vet in Midland, Texas that was willing to do the blood test, willing to set it off, send it off for us, and willing to send it to, the results to us electronically. And that was on April 7th. So five days ago, five days as of this recording, five days ago, and also within 10 days of our plan number four. So that's scrapped plan number four. We are now actively operating on plan number five. May 8th. We've decided. And if that date sounds familiar to you, it should, because that was plan date number two. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. And ironically, we will end up being in California through the end of April. Which was plan number two. Yeah. But there will be no retreat. But we'll still be in California at the end of April. But we're in a really beautiful part of California. Right now, until the end of California, so for the next two weeks, we are in a beautiful and guys, Victorian, Victorian home. House. And this is yet another example of things becoming easy because we booked this one very short notice too. I think very we booked this one notice. with 48 hours notice. And it's super affordable. I couldn't believe how affordable it was. And it's it's like in it's like cabin country. We're surrounded by pine trees and cedar trees and yeah. there was a bear outside. Yeah, we heard Aurora bark like super, super loud for the first time. She scared the shit out of check both out, of us. Check out my Instagram. You'll see um, you'll see a bear sort of wandering around. Yeah, like within uh, 10 feet, I'd say, about 10 yeah. feet of the house. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it, you know, we woke up this morning to frost. Guys, we haven't felt frost in two and a half years. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's natural. We have space for our auric fields to expand. Yeah. Um, and just the air is so clean. We're on top of a mountain, guys. And we're living in the house of a witch. Yes. So, like, I, this, I can't even make this shit up. So, we got here very late at night. It was dark. And we were like, you know, this is a really neat looking Victorian house. It's cool. But we're really fucking tired. And so we're we just going right go to go to bed. bed. Right straight to bed. It was dark couldn't see anything and then Sienna wakes up the next morning and says to me i just had a really wild esoteric dream with some christian gnostics who were doing magic on us and connecting with some spirits that we're connected with not in a not in a bad way or anything but it was it was just weird mm -hmm. and then i said you know it's really interesting because i had a dream last night that this house had some like ancient esoteric portals that walked into other dimensions isn't that interesting? Hmm. We both had a dream on the same night um, in our first night in this new house about the house basically being haunted in a positive fashion. And so we went and started looking around the house and we started noticing, oh, look at these old paintings. Oh, look at all these dried herbs everywhere. Oh, is that dragon's blood? Oh, is that a snake skeleton? Oh, look at these books. Buddhism, yoga, occult. Vampires, witches. Why do all of these cups have black cats and witches on them? Why do all the blankets have ghosts on them? Oh, right. And the pillow behind you? That's a Ouija board. Whoever owns this house is a witch. Yep, she is. 
So we found her on Instagram. Because I'm cool like that. And yeah, <laughs> she absolutely is a witch. She makes magical teas that are for your rituals and spells and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, we sure know how to pick them. Yeah. And not just a witch, but also a witch who's into like tantra and yoga and uh-huh. hermetics. Yeah. Like, we basically found somebody who's like following all the same lineages that we are. And I can't tell you how rare that is. And her house is super, super cool. So we're really grateful to be staying in like a magical witch's house. We're warding it up. We're adding lots of energy here. We're having a lot of fun creating content. And it's, I got to say, way more easeful than being in the city. Like, I'm really, really grateful we're in the middle of nowhere. We're literally 45 minutes away from any services, yeah. and I love it. I, I think I think we're going to find something like this in Bali. Um, yeah. That, like, yeah, we have access to the city. We have access to all of our friends and family and everything that's out there. But we're, like, we're surrounded by beautiful natural wonder yeah maybe up in a mountain somewhere i don't know how many mountains are in bali or near changu there's or at least Ubud, but... there's at least one cool at least one mountain as our listener if you have been to bali please let us know what area do you think we should go to you know us well enough to know our requirements recommendations we would love to have them send them into um at zen mind hacker or at queen sofima on instagram or you can email them to team at the prism.org. We would love to see your recommendations. And I hope you've enjoyed this like personal story. I know we went a little long, but um, you guys told us that you like hearing about our lives. And so this is the lesson that we've been learning for the last five weeks is just continual surrender, continual flow with the ability to choose and decide. So we've decided it's Bali. It's May 8th. We're going. And we'll see you guys there. Bye. We are so grateful that you decided to hit play on today's episode. If anything in this episode has inspired you or helped you transform your life, make sure to let others know by sharing a review on Spotify or iTunes so we can keep our community growing. We absolutely adore giving away free gifts Send us a screenshot of your review to team at theprism.org to receive a special meditation from us as a gift of gratitude. We absolutely cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Between now and then, don't forget to visit our website at theprism.org. And remember, the goal is always in you.